You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. All right, Jazz fans, it's a big win for the Utah Jazz. Welcome back to the Hoops Nerd Jazz Channel. We're finally back, and guess what? The bad taste from that Lakers loss, a all-star break that cleansed our palates, and we're back to the Jazz being good again, appears. All it took was a little break for this Jazz team to get a little bit of clutch in their veins. Before we keep going, make sure you like and subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. If you're new here, come on. If you're a Jazz fan, join the channel. Let's, let's go, all right? All right, what a nice win for the Utah Jazz tonight. Utah uh, just gets a really impressive win against a, a Dallas Mavericks team that wanted this game. This was a playoff atmosphere, and the Jazz get the win. Really impressive. Luka Doncic and the Dallas Mavericks have been one of the better teams in the last 20, 30 games. This was no, this was no chump win. This was a big win for the Jazz with Luka Doncic being one of the dominant stars in the game. Fantastic for the Jazz. Let's talk a little bit about the Mavericks, and then we'll go and talk about the beloved Utah Jazz. Woo, wrong one. Click my face. Click my face. Crud. Crud. Okay, there we go. All right, so let's look at the Utah, let's look at the Dallas Mavericks first. Um, when you talk about the Dallas Mavericks, obviously the, the name of the game is Luka Doncic, and he was, uh, oh my gosh, we have the wrong... We have the wrong game here. Let's pull up the right one. Man, that scared me to death because I just wrote the SLC Dunk post-game show and hopefully, and it makes me go like, did I have the wrong stats? But no, I did not. All right, let's pull this up. Okay. Are we good? <laughs> We're good. All right, here we go. Okay, so first off, uh, Luka Doncic had a rough night. Rudy Gobert had him in hell. Tonight was just an example of how good Rudy Gobert can be. And this was nothing new. I mean, if you judged Luka by tonight, you would not be judging Luka fairly because he just does not play well against Rudy Gobert. And for whatever reason, Rudy Gobert is able to guard Luka Doncic really well. Mavericks fans will complain about fouls. There were no fouls. There were no fouls. Rudy Gobert locked him up. This is not the first time that these two have gone at it. I've been multiple years now when the Jazz needed to, they were they have been able to put Rudy Gobert on Luka Doncic. When they had Kristaps Porzingis, they would still do it. Rudy would switch onto onto Luka and they would have other guys defend uh Kristaps Porzingis. Tonight in a lot of ways it was even easier because Rudy could just go on uh Luka Doncic and they didn't have to worry about that three-point threat as much. Uh, Dwight Powell actually hit a three tonight, one for one. It was, I, I don't think I've ever seen Dwight Powell shoot a three. It's, maybe it's because I don't watch the Mavericks every night. But I wonder if that's something they would have to do if they face the Jazz in the playoffs. But Rudy Gobert locked him up. Look at this, minus 16 for the game. That's the effect of Rudy Gobert, and they isolate him. And like I said, this is something they've done before. Rudy Gobert can switch on to Luka. Now, it's two things. Rudy Gobert is a very underrated perimeter defender. He just is. 
And also, for whatever reason, Luka Doncic isolation style does not work against Rudy Gobert. Rudy's just able to guard him. Uh, so he goes 8 for 24, 3 for 9. He did have 11 assists. And I don't want this to be just a big time, like Rudy Gobert dominated Doncic. Luka Doncic in the first half was unbelievable. And his ability to create space for his center in Dwight Powell is unbelievable. Look at this. 9 for 12, Dwight Powell. And that is from Luka Doncic's creation. His... His ability to do that with the pick and roll is unbelievable. It's unbelievable. And outside of the Utah Jazz, he's able to create shots for himself. And it's why this Dallas Mavericks team is so good. But Rudy Gobert, this is one of those teams that, that Rudy Gobert absolutely feasts on. You know, there's some teams that Rudy struggles against. The Suns, he struggles against. Uh, you know, those teams that have that big-time mid-range game. Uh, Rudy just, it's, it's rough. It's rough stuff. Uh, and, and, and the other teams, we can go into that to another night, but against the Mavericks, Rudy Gobert is in great, uh, in, uh, in a great spot because he can guard Luca and because he can guard Luca, Utah can like guard the other guys on the perimeter. And there's a few differences with this jazz team that make this a little bit more exciting. So it's, uh, it's, uh, we've got to give Luca Doncic his credit. He's incredible. It's just, you probably shouldn't judge him based off of this, this, game because it's a tough matchup for him uh Luka Doncic is 0 for 5 in his career in Salt Lake City like he it's a bad matchup Rudy Gobert dominates Luka he has never won an SLC isn't that crazy it's crazy he's never beat never beat Rudy in SLC he can't it's a bad matchup you know and so they need some sort of secondary star I know they thought that would be Porzingis and it just didn't work out it's kind of a bummer I don't know who they're ever going to get because Dallas hasn't had any more uh, free agency luck than Utah. You could argue Utah's had more, you know? So uh, it's tough. It's really tough. But this Mavericks team is fun. I think the story of the game for the Mavericks was the six for nine, nice shooting for Dave, Davis Bertans, five for eight from three, 17 points. He was a plus 13. That looked like a nice little pickup for them. He is uh he's a shooter and he's a spot up shooter. And so he kind of fits with what Luca does. And I wonder if over time that looks really good. Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie, I didn't see these stats, but uh, eight for 12 from the field, three for four. It did feel like he did play well and he played better than I thought. That's, those are monster numbers, uh, 20 points. And somehow the jazz still win. And really it just comes down to that Rudy Gobert, Luca Doncic matchup because you had nights like this from Davis Bertans, six for nine from the field, 17 points. Bertans was plus 13. And then 8 for 12 from the field, Spencer Dinwiddie, 20 points. And he was, I mean, Dinwiddie's fast. And he's a good hes a good player. And so uh, it's interesting. We'll see how they do. But the other guy that really struggled was Brunson. Utah did a good job on him. I do think that there were a few shots that just went in and out. And the Mavericks did have a little bit of bad luck. There were just a few shots that just didn't fall. Uh, some of that was Brunson. He was 4 for 11. He had 8 points. Um, but Utah... Utah guarded well tonight. Uh, Dorian Finney-Smith was a minus 20. Uh, three for five from the field, one for three from three. Just not really great. And Bullock, who's a nice shooter, uh, he also, I mean, minus 13. But he did shoot 42% from three. So, uh, you know what else I always watch with the, the Mavericks is I really love Josh Green in the draft. And he's one of those guys that I actually saw him make one nice defensive stop. But he had he took zero shots in 11 minutes, 42 seconds. Uh, just two personal fouls he had two rebounds that's rough 
Uh, but he was a plus 10, and that's because I think he can definitely defend. So, I don't know. Mavericks fans, let me know what to think about Josh Green. Let me know. Uh, anything else of interest here? Nope, nothing. So, we're going to move on. All right, the Utah Jazz. What an impress! This was a clutch win for the Jazz, something that the Jazz don't have very often against this uh, this season. They just Jazz just don't get clutch wins, and they got one tonight, and it was really the one-two punch of Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell. Let's start with that. And by the way, if you haven't already, go to SLC Dunk. I wrote some things. I wrote seven or eight hundred words. Go read it. SLCDunk.com, guys. Uh, but anyways. Uh, let's start off with Donovan Mitchell. Look at these numbers. Absolutely bonkers. Mitchell was just in his bag tonight. He was so in control in this game. He was making the right read. He was shooting the ball with accuracy. He was just doing everything incredibly well. When Donovan Mitchell is playing like this tonight, playoff Donovan Mitchell, they're unstoppable. Team leading plus 14 for Donovan Mitchell, who shot 11 for 19 from the field. That's 57%. He was 7 for 12 from three, 58%. And he took five free throws and made four of them. He also threw in five assists. 33 points. I think it was interesting. I think real plus minus came out from ESPN. Guess what? For the first time, I think, in, the, in his entire career, Donovan Mitchell has a higher real plus minus than Rudy Gobert. He is playing incredible this season, and it's time to just start talking about Donovan Mitchell, top 10 NBA player here soon. Uh, he's, he doesn't get enough uh, national attention, but when he's having a month like he's had uh, this, this month, it's been incredible. It's been incredible. Uh, Mitchell, like I said, 11 for 19, just the stats are incredible. And I talked about this in, at SLC Dunk in the recap, and you should go read that. Um, uh, his playmaking has taken another level. I was kind of hoping that there would be this like stat that would jump out. I looked at it in the last seven games since he came back from his concussion injury and his and and it was a back injury as well. Let's be honest. Uh, that back was hurting him. He's been out of this world. He's shooting like over 50 percent from three or something like that. It's crazy. And I was like hoping that like, oh, let's see if the stats, if the assists show that his playmaking has gone up. And honestly, the assists are like almost identical from his games before uh, his injury and his time sitting out. The thing that's interesting is that Donovan Mitchell's percentages are up. And even in the games, uh, well, and, and I guess the point I want to make is that those percentages are up because Donovan Mitchell is making the right reads. He's getting to his spots and his shots that he knows and he's comfortable taking, and he has every counter he needs now, whether it's a fadeaway at the free throw line, it's a, a floater off of a Euro step. If it's at the three point line, he's coming off the screen and, and taking a pull up open three that he's making with just incredible accuracy. And if they go over the screen, he's driving to the lane. And if the shot's not there, he's finding the open man. Basically, Donovan Mitchell is just making the right read in every aspect on offense. He's become absolutely phenomenal. And honestly, it's time for the Utah Jazz to just give him the reins. Like they, I mean, they've already done it, but now he's just riding this, he's just riding this horse into battle and he's crushing everyone. And it's impressive. He's just absolutely doing every move correctly. And when, if he can just stay healthy, you know, knock on wood, fingers crossed, do, you know, someone do a rain dance of voodoo magic, something to make sure that Donovan Mitchell stays healthy. If he can just stay healthy and if he's playing like this, Utah is definitely winning in the first round, especially if this is the first round matchup they get against the Dallas Mavericks. Guys, whatever you do, any sort of superstition you got, Keep Donovan Mitchell healthy. They need it so badly. 
Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Uh, but anyways, I just can't speak what, uh, enough on how good Donovan Mitchell has been. The percentages there are there because he is uh, just making the right reads. And the other point I wanted to make is if the shot's not falling, and interestingly enough, there's been some games that the three hasn't been falling, and what does he do? He just he just distributes more, you know. He finds way to contri- ways to contribute, and the defense has just gotten better. I mean, he's just making defensive plays, and being a average to above average defender. And if he can be an average to above average defender, with the offensive output he's doing, that's that's absolutely a home run, a hunt like just a big home run. <laughs> the blue ball crew. Shout out to everyone. You guys, if you're the blue ball gang and anyone who doesn't know what that is, go to the YouTube channel because I think I'm going to start putting these up on on the on the on the, <laughs> the podcast again for our podcast listeners. Uh, these are guys that have been around for like 12 months supporting the channel. It's fantastic. You guys are incredible. The blue crew, the blue crew. Uh, but anyways, have I said enough about Donovan Mitchell? I wanted to say enough about Donovan Mitchell. He's been incredible. There's just not enough good I can say. He's been absolutely fantastic. Uh, nice to see Mike Conley's percentages went up. I think maybe the All-Star break was a much-needed rest for Mike Conley, and let's hope that 3 for 7 from 3 is a good sign for things to come. Although he was a minus 6. That was an interesting... Uh, Mike Conley and Rudy Gobert were actually both minus for this game. Uh, and... Uh, I, I, you know, we're going to talk about Rudy Gobert. I basically, and let's talk about Rudy Gobert right now. And I want to watch some of those plays. They were phenomenal, but he actually didn't play incredible in the first half. He kind of, you know, was getting kind of taken. Uh, Doncic was kind of carving him up and Rudy Gobert figured it out. And that's the credit you got to give Rudy Gobert because by the end of the game, he absolutely dominated Doncic, absolutely had him in hell. Luka Doncic didn't know where to go and he was stuck in the lane multiple times Gobert dominated him. It was fantastic. Uh, but anyways, uh, Rudy Gobert goes six for six from the field, 17 rebounds with 14 points, three blocks. Absolutely incredible. Uh, let's go to the Twitter machine. This is always uh, kind of a... <laughs> this always scares me because who knows what comes up on my Twitter. It's, it's bonkers town. But let's watch this. This is from Steve Jones. Uh, this is the play at, uh, that Rudy Gobert, just look at him lock up Luka Doncic here. He tries for the the drive. Rudy Gobert stops him. He's going back for the step up. Rudy Gobert takes it away. Rudy Gobert has him under the hoop. Luka Doncic has nowhere to go. Rudy Gobert holds him off. And then he gives the ball to, uh, I forgot his name, and, and he steps out of bounds. 
Uh, phenomenal play from Rudy Gobert. And then here was the game-winning play. Uh, just absolutely the best, just incredible defense from Rudy Gobert here. Uh, this is the same situation in isolation. Rudy Gobert blocks the shot. Luka Doncic starts to cry. And Rudy Gobert just swats it out of bounds. Just a dominant titan of basketball. Absolute dominance from Rudy Gobert. Look at that block. Look at that strut. That is Rudy Gobert. He is the dominant force in this league. And when here's the thing that makes me excited. Because Rudy Gobert can do those things, and he can isolate like that if everyone else on the floor is defending. If everyone else on the floor is defending, then Rudy Gobert can do that. But it can only happen if the other guys on the floor are defending. Right? Because what happens if the other guys on the floor aren't defending, then Rudy Gobert feels like he has to stay back and guard the paint. Instead, tonight, he's able to guard Luka Doncic and absolutely dominate. And two, two reasons for that was a Mr. Daniel House and uh, Trent Forrest tonight. And Trent Forrest, actually, his offensive game was not good tonight. I know he went two for two and uh, three assists, but he had three turnovers and they were bad. And he gummed up the offense a couple times. But it did not matter. It did not matter. Oh, is it still playing in the background? Whoops. <laughs> I don't have the headphones in. Thank you, Robert. Thank you. Uh, so Daniel House and his defense on the perimeter, uh, Trent Forrest and his defense absolutely makes this possible. And it, it's why in certain situations, if you have Rudy, Mike Conley and, and Donovan Mitchell and Royce O'Neal and Daniel House defending on the perimeter, then it allows Rudy Gobert to do this. And this played off the floor thing is a myth. You know, tonight we saw kind of come to fruition what everyone's been kind of hoping that if you get defenders that can still shoot the ball or score, then Rudy Gobert can still be dominant on defense. And tonight we saw it. Just put Rudy Gobert on their best offensive player. And if the other guys can rotate and guard on the perimeter, then guess what? All of a sudden, this Utah Jazz team has a chance to do things that maybe we didn't think they could do a month or two ago by the way robert hall thanks for the heads up and also five dollars thank you for the donation i missed that game but that swat incredible yes robert if you have a chance go rewatch this one it was great a playoff preview honestly for utah fantastic uh let's see oh the other thing i want to mention royce o'neill uh is starting to make me a little nervous because he was passing up shots again this game and i don't like that Royce O'Neal is shooting 40% from three this season. And he only took three, but and it's and it's because he was passing them up. It's like the too many rotations things from Royce O'Neal. If Royce O'Neal is playing scared, then Daniel House needs to play. You cannot have someone playing scared. You cannot have fear in your eyes during a playoff game, uh, and especially during, well, in a regular season game, and especially during a playoff game. You need guys that uh, you are excited about, uh, that are not afraid, you know? You can't have fear like that. When playoffs come, you need the blue crew, all right? You need the blue crew out there, and Daniel House is part of the blue ball crew, all right? The blue crew, blues clues. <laughs> That's what that, I don't know where this is going. Uh, Boyan Bogdanovich could not shoot the three tonight very well, although he did hit that one big three at the end. He does have a nice two-point game going, although he was only 46% from the field. Uh, 18 points. He was a plus seven. Uh, 
I don't know. Boyan Bogdanovich is one of those weird two double-edged swords where you have the offense on one hand, offensive game, really the shooting, uh, because you do have some of that turnovers that still happens here and there, although he is really nice in the post. So he, basically what you need Boyan Bogdanovich doing is shooting open threes if he can make them. Tonight, two for eight. But then also getting his uh, post game against uh, when he has a nice uh, – when he, when he switched onto a smaller defender, when he has a nice matchup, that's the word. When he can do that, then give him the ball because he can dominate in the post and get you those shots. When he can get open shots, he's great. Everything else, Mayday, stop. Don't, all right? Don't, because you get the two turnovers and then on defense, it's rough. So the if you can get Boyan in just those situations, get him the ball with open spot-up threes. He can also do the pull-up three, obviously, and then post situations against a good matchup. If he gets that good matchup, give him the ball because it's always a, a good thing. Uh, that's it. Because <laughs> otherwise, it's uh, scary town, all right? It's really scary. Uh, you know, Hassan Whiteside was a plus 10, which is uh, he had actually like a nice stretch in the first half. And really, in a lot of ways, Hassan Whiteside kept this team uh, in this game. Uh, eight rebounds, 10 points, uh, and the key to our hearts, really. But uh, yeah, Hassan Whiteside, oh no, it's a plus 10. He only had two points, but eight rebounds. Uh, but he defensively was pretty solid, and that's why you see the plus 10. Um, Bullock, that's right. That was his name. Guys, that's all I've really got tonight. If you haven't already, make sure you like and subscribe to the channel. Uh, let's see. Let's give a shout out to our all-stars, right? Man, you, you, you don't do the show for a while and you fall out of practice a tiny bit. Let's pull this up. Okay. Okay. All right. Let's give a shout out to Ryan Perry, the legend, Christian to house, house money, uh, Christian house money to house. I almost ruined it. Tyson price, the price is right. Baby Elliot Matson, X marks the spot for Zintus. Jordan the Goat, best role. Joshua Hansen, the Danish destroyer. And one, Anton Warren is eagerly rice. Seabay, the man from down under. Blue Crew. Uh, JT Buckets Wardell. Austin R. Grant, editor extraordinaire. Eric C. The C stands for champion. Donald Schooley schooling all of us. Blue Crew. DW to CB. Darren Williams to Carlos Boozer. Jorge Arrizaga, mi amigo de Abajo. Abajo. Blue Crew. Uh, Lee Christensen driving the lane. Blue Crew. Patrick Kubo, the connoisseur. Blue Crew. <laughs> guess we're doing this tonight uh robert hall of fame blue crew dw just going all the way blue crew we did it what a game what a night what a life what a channel like and subscribe to the channel if you're on the slc dunk podcast make sure that you uh that you subscribe and rate and review get us more reviews because we're bringing we're bringing it back why not the utah jazz SLC Dunk Podcast, the best podcast out there. Let's do more. Let's make the SLC Dunkers happy. All right. Are they ever happy? We'll never know. But at least they'll have a podcast. Guys, I will talk to you next time.